0: You know, vibe to the music a little bit. What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to another episode of All Things Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Nina Payne. Thank you for joining us. This show, I have to remind you, is about all things events. We talk about what happens before, during, and after the event. We talk about the dynamic professionals who manage the thousands of details to make sure these events happen. And then we also talk about how to navigate the business of doing events. Ins and outs and ups and downs, we talk about it all here. So I couldn't do the podcast without interviewing our guests for today. I'm super excited. When I started Foundation Management, the focus was artist management and special events. And one of the only women I knew that was winning in this space is our next guest. She's super dynamic. She's professional. She's one of the best to do it. She's an expert marketer. She's got a whole lot of skills. And I know you're going to learn a lot from her today. She's the current artist manager for the r and artist Eric, Eric Benet. She's the, also the artist manager for the winner of The Voice, Cam Anthony. And she's the former artist manager for the artist, Kim. Please enjoy our conversation with project manager, event producer, artist manager, and now healer. Miss Toy Hankins. Toya, Toya, Toya. Hey, Nina Payne. Hey, Toy hey. Hankins. You know, hey. I just remember too that I would call you T all the time and I made myself call you Toy <laughs> Hankins today. <laughs> I
1: think I do the same thing. You
0: know, I'm always calling you Neen, right? <laughs> so it's just natural. We'd be in these big meetings and I'd be like, so T, such and such. And I'd be like, oh man, probably should have called her T. It just kind of stuck after a while.
1: So how you doing? I'm great. How about you? I'm good. You look amazing. Thank you. You too. I'm so excited about this uh, program that you have going. This is amazing.
0: Thank you. You know, pushing the boundaries. We talked about in our pre-meeting about doing things different and different experiences. and And I think those of us who just head down and work You know, we just we just do it and we enjoy what we do. And so I get questions a lot with people asking about, you know, all different sorts of things about how to run a business, how to start a business, how to keep it going, how to maintain, how do you keep, you know, how do you uh, uh, hire people? How do you there's so much to it? And so I'm thinking, let's just let's just do a podcast and let's talk about (laughs) the things that that I know (laughs) events and uh, uh, entertainment. Well, events and entrepreneurship. And so. Um, I'm excited to have you. For those who don't know Miss Tulia, uh, she, she is a, a mogul. And so I wanted to just start to talking about what you're doing and just give a, you know, I gave a like a brief kind of all of the things that you do, but if you can just kind of tell people like what you're doing now, what you're into.
1: Okay. Well, um, I'm still doing artist management, which I've been doing now for nearly 30 years. And um, I am doing project management. I just completed a couple of documentaries um, that I had the pleasure of uh, helping to write and then also produce and direct and also, you know, uh, manage the direction of of some of the editing and so on with that. So that was exciting and (laughs) a dream come true, something I've always wanted to do. And, you know, so a little bit of this and that, I also have found a real love, you know, I've always had a great love for health and wellness and well-being. So I uh, got certified in a number of different modalities that allow me to work with clients and, you know, helping to realize optimal health and do this mind-body balance thing. And uh, (laughs) so those are the things I'm working on mostly right now. I'm working with an amazing artist who won The Voice. um, Yeah. Uh, A gentleman by the name of Cam Anthony, and he signed to Republic Records. He was on Team Blake and he won the grand prize for season 20. And it's been exciting working with him, you know, just watching him evolve and grow. We started working with him when he was 13 and now he is. 21. A man, man, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I saw him. I was like, because you know, the last time you see something, that's the last memory you have. And so, when I saw him in person, I was thinking, This 13, no, he's a grown, grown ass, grown, grown, grown ass man. Yes. And so, yeah. how was that? How was that experience of like working with an artist and then having them like be international TV, you know, phenom?
1: Like, what was that like? You know what? Really, really exciting um, on so many levels, because we were working with Cam like very closely in on the development side of things when he was very young, when, when we were working together. Mm-hmm. And it, it was like he just took a turn. You know, he came into his own and all of a sudden it was just like everything. It was like the flower blossomed, you know <laughs> what I mean? The moon, rather. And it's just been incredible to watch him grow and watch him you know, evolve and come into his, you know, creative voice and his, you know, his pen and, um, you know, taking control in the studio and, you know, got leading the band and all of these things. And yeah, because do you remember we were on a a holiday, on the holiday tour, Mm -hmm. I think in 2013, way back, 14, 14, when he uh, opened up for the tour that we were doing together. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was the first time he was on a big stage. So, you know, the, when the when the sound came back at him from the monitors, it was like, <laughs> and Now he's totally running the show from the stage. And it's just that's beautiful.
0: What, uh, that's what's what, up. Uh, that's, that's the type of impact I'm talking about that you make. Let's, let's, let me back up a little bit and give our listeners kind of a... Uh, more information about how we know each other. And so, um, like I said, I started the company in 2000 and I started working with artists right away, special events and being an artist manager. I thought I wanted to be the, the best artist manager in the world um, or have an artist management company with a gazillion artist managers or something like that at that time. And so the artists that I worked with, I was able to you know get them some pretty, pretty amazing gigs and tours without even a record. And so that kind of gained the attention of how we met, which is on Tom Joyner, and um, on the Actually, Tom Joyner. You know what,
1: you know, we, I think we met before
0: Tom Joyner. Did we met before Tom Joyner? Oh, let's go back. Yeah, <laughs> let's go back. So right, so I was booking these couple of acts, and I, I remember, and I can't remember how I got them, but there was a, a gentleman by the name of Will Burnett, and he was the person who hired my acts for the African World Festival. Mm-hmm. I think it was in the parking lot at, at the museum, though. And so we got to know each other and he would continue to, to hire them. And then um, one of my friends from church, Andrea Ashford, may she rest in heaven, mm-hmm. um, int- said, asked me some th- something about what I was doing. And I had no idea what the whole conversation was about, but she invited me to your a
1: premiere or something, right? I think it was the gold, our, gold, our first gold album um, party. Yeah, at Seldom Blues. No, no it, was it was at
0: Ford Field. <laughs> oh, Ford Field. Yeah, it was. What was that? At? What was that? Um, thing that we went to. I'm sorry, we just chit chat. The thing at, at the Seldom Blues location.
1: That might have been a listening party. Okay. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But
0: you're right. It was a gold party at Ford Field.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. But anyway. And so she I knew about Toy for for a while because guess what? I was trying to be an artist manager. So who do I look to? And I'm a woman, I'm a black woman, and I wanted to to model myself after someone who was successful in doing so. And she was the only one that anybody was talking about. And so I knew who you were. Um and I was watching. It was like pre-internet right around that time. So mm-hmm. it wasn't a whole lot, but just watching kind of the movements and things and looking things up and asking questions and all that type of stuff. And just so happened, all of this stuff was happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we met um, for an interview on, on the time during the cruise. Right? I don't my facts, right? Okay. Yep. Girl, age. <laughs> um, and so, so I was on the boat with um, another artist and Toya asked me if I would Um, like to work with them and and be a road manager. And I was like, yeah. And um, can I still do what I, what I'm doing? I think that was the question. And she was like, I'll encourage it. And I was like, what? And she was like, yes. And I was like, it was just like a, I don't know, it was a good match. And I just, I knew that I had taken things, you know, as far as I could take them you know, to a certain extent, I was, you know, unless they had produced, my artist need to produce a record in order for me to go any further. But we were doing, we were doing really good. But I know when I got with you, I mean, I learned so much. Just, you know, I had done tours, but I had band-aided those tours together. And we stayed in people's houses and we were doing all kinds of crazy things to to move from date to date. But, um and borrow. No I mean, that that's hard work. Well, I didn't know how hard it was, but I just, you know, you do what you do. I'm trying to figure it out. But when I got with you and I learned kind of, you know, how to professionally put a tour together, I learned um, how to develop, uh, you know, road management um, we did a what process and procedures manual together. And we did you know all kind of operational things together, and we you, you gave me an opportunity to kind of spread my wings and stretch and like some of the things that I learned while we were working together, I still do in my company today you know from the project plans that you were put together for the team of project producers at that time and all of our names and all the things that we were responsible for i still I still use those type of methods now in my organizing, so I say all of that to say. That I learned so much about entertainment and all the stuff that I was going to do because of Toy Hankins. And so, if you if you have an opportunity, make sure you look her up because she is a beast in entertainment. And what people don't really realize, all the work that it has that that has to take place in order to present an artist is just you don't even understand. (laughs) You You don't even have the mindset to understand how much work it it takes to develop an artist Mm -hmm. and so at at any cost think about i want everybody to think about management when you when you're dealing with an artist and that artist is presenting yes that artist has some talent and creative and all of those types of things but that that is not enough and you need somebody in your corner to be able to take you to the next levels and toya is just great at it um checker track record googler (laughs) <laughs> just do that. So I just want to give some reference to how I how I know you and and give you a well, Thank you, Nina. Things that I you appreciate talk- all of that. I just, really do. You, you the brains behind all the operations and we're not going to get into what that is. But mm-hmm. Googler, Just Googler, Googler. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. So. OK, so let's talk about entrepreneurship in general. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about your transition from full time to like mm-hmm.
1: being an entrepreneur full time. Okay, um, well, it takes some planning, I think, you know, to do it the right way. I got some great advice. I was ready once we got the record deal, I was working a full- time job, working eighty hours a week, and we got a record <laughs> deal and I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> and someone told me, ask me a question. You know, if this thing isn't going nine mm-hmm. months or twelve months down the line well are you prepared and and i said you know yeah you know i know how to hustle and get you know keep things going whatever And this person said unless you have three years worth of revenue uh income <laughs> in the bank you're not ready and you don't to hustle <laughs> enough you know so i really took a pause around that and um and took it very seriously and because now i was working these two jobs and had my full-time job and the revenue coming in from working um, on the music side, I just banked one check. And mm. my goal was to have three years worth of revenue so that I could support my, the team, the payroll, be able to move around how I needed to move around, be able to take care of the bills, take care of my family, and do the whole nine um, before I stepped out. And that's what I did. That's I don't think like I knew that. that. So you, you, you
0: saved three years of salary or uh, Wait, at a certain amount. years <laughs> worth of salaries, Yep, mm-hmm. That's awesome advice. I know, you know, everybody's different, right? And what you do. And in my transition, it was about the same month, but I did about a year. I don't think I had three years of I was ready to get the hell out of there. So <laughs> <laughs> when I jumped ship, it was like, this has to work. There is no plan B. But what yeah. what what was different is I was able to go full time. I'm giving 70 hours, 80 hours a week to this corporate job, mm-hmm. and now I can give that type of time to my business. And so, yeah. which is
1: exactly what, what happened. So you give up. Did you find that because you are you know, already- let me clarify, I didn't say for three years. I came up with a number that I was comfortable with that okay. would cover me for three years. Ah, because that's exactly. You know, um until you know until I, I reached the reached the threshold that i was my goal and then yeah. i was comfortable. But you were working
0: you were working so when you started artist management or project producers and you were working full time how
1: long was that doing both um well i mean i worked two for two companies in the time you know from the point that we started putting together the first artist and preparing for a release and so i would say that i was working two jobs easily 10 years before that, oh you know, everything actually happened Happened. happen. Yeah. I um, mean, yeah. we were hustling and, and trying to make it happen, um, but it was over the span of about 10 years, ultimately.
0: And I think people need to hear that, right? Because there's this kind of trending thing that's happening online where everybody wants to be an entrepreneur and, you know, boss bitch or whatever the things are. Right. You know, like, and it's trendy and fun, and like you can take great Instagram pictures, and you know, and I do this as something. But tell people like um, the reality that you see in um, being an entrepreneur, and you know, it's it's ups and downs. Like, give me just a general idea of how you see being an entrepreneur.
1: Well, first of all, um, just sort of going back to, I appreciate everything that you, you know, all the amazing things you said earlier but i i am 100% i can say with no uncertain terms that that it requires you to have a good team to be able to be to accomplish you know the things that we've accomplished and um i think that um i just really felt i feel grateful right now that um we had an amazing team that that was assembled that you know, had the same degree of passion toward you know the goals, and you know, who were committed and loyal, and we had each other's back like so hard, you know, we, were, we could depend on each other, yeah. Um, that though that definitely was key, you know, a key part of the formula for all, any success that that I have realized, and um, so. I think it's important that when you step out and you you get into this entrepreneur thing that you have a plan. You understand what it is that you need, you know, where you're trying to go. Um and then don't be afraid to share the dollar. You know, I think sometimes people, you know, want to keep all the money, you know. And I don't think I don't think you can I think you can keep all the money, but I think that you can do more and you can your 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 uh your base will be a lot wider if you're willing to you know share the dollar with people who are professionals that know what they're doing allow experts to you know do what they do yeah. and um you know and you'll yield great results i mean and you know you still will experience some ups and downs we experienced ups and downs you know because as an entrepreneur you don't get a regular every two week paycheck <laughs> and um <laughs> Necessarily, you know what I mean? So like the checks come in, in different uh, waves and, um, you know, sometimes they're smaller than other times and you got to be able to manage, you know, manage that payroll regardless if it's a big check or a little check. So, you know, having a plan is is essential, you know, being able to manage your books properly is important. And, um, you know, so. I think that if you have those things in place, then it makes the, the harder times easier, you know? Now say that because yeah, the harder
0: times easier. It's mm-hmm. not, I always tell people it's not pour and stir. It's just, and it's not for the faint of heart. The hustle is real. Mm-hmm. And especially when you're responsible for a team, right? You, your name is on, on, on the product, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so you gotta, you know, if you're gonna make, if you're gonna be successful, right? You have to be willing to do all the things that it takes to do so because they're depending on you. You're depending on you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so uh, Dejanette asked if you would move over to the middle. (laughs) So one thing here are all things behind the scenes.
1: Hold on. All right. There we go. How about that? Better
0: transparent about all the things that we're doing behind the scenes and all the things that it takes to put all this stuff together. And so, um, um, so I was just taking notes because it's that's just another thing, you know, in the things that you were sharing, have a plan, um, invest in your stakeholders, those who are experts in what they do. I think that was great. Having a great team, which is difficult to develop, but once you have it, it's that's a sweet right. spot, man. It is just awesome. Yeah. Um, having people to manage your books, the finances, the finances is just one of those things. And I think in all things, you know, be willing to learn, you know, to- yeah, that's why I'm taking my notes. Yes, I've been in business for 20 years. It's just a reminder of the things that we have to continually, continually do, renewing our mind with the things that are going to make us better. And so, always have your notepad out and take your book, take your notes because you can never know.
1: You never know too much. Nobody knows everything, is what I was trying to say. And you know, on that note, I think it's very important to admit if you don't know. You know, mm. I think that, I think we we. You know got through a lot of things a lot of things and and you know were afforded a lot of opportunities and earned a lot of respect out of just saying you know what i've never done that before you know what does that look like you know help me out right you know guide guide the path for me but i'll catch up don't worry you know yeah and yeah. um you know being you know so many times i think people show up and feel like they got they have to have all the answers and that they have to you know be the expert out the gate and you don't have to do that to be successful, you know, you will be more successful if you're you know, if you have a little bit more humility and honesty um, and being willing to willing to learn, you know, people want to pour into you all the time. I think, you know, starting out in the music business, that was something that I really appreciated. And it was something that I felt was important going into it that at, at, at every turn to be able to say, hey, I, I don't know what that is. Help me out or yeah. tell me more about it. Um, And people were willing willing to give the information and help and help out. So, yeah, there's no wrong in that. You know, I think you know there's all that ego and uh, and and all of that is not necessary. Mm -hmm.
0: But it's interesting because even when I when I go back to like social media and you know being a boss and being an expert and all the things and you know oftentimes that's how they show up online, but that's not. The reality of what's what's happening, you know, behind the scenes, because people have told them if you're not those things, if you don't know all the things, and you can't, you know, be in that, you can't work in that field. And so, again, like nobody knows everything. We always have to be willing to learn. Always, there's just so much stuff out here to know, you know, constantly. Um, and speaking of that, like, so in entrepreneurship in general, mm-hmm. um, can you talk about a time where things didn't go? As as you thought they would, and just how you kind of pivoted out of out of tragedy.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well, I wonder if you know this one, Nina. Uh oh. Um. It was Will and I were on the road together, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: um, it was for a New Year's Eve uh, run. We were opening for two really very large artists, and (laughs) um, and it was the promoter didn't know the artists we were working with. Mm. And so the artist, the promoter, was questioning our artist's weight and how much we were getting paid. Um, we're at the venue, we're at soundcheck, and this is the conversation. Wait, 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 wait! The promoter who hired you, the promoter who hired hired us because the two headliners suggested us. Okay. Okay. And then was was questioning the amount of pay. That's right. Exactly. Office. So. Okay. You know. I told him, you know, hang around when the doors open. <laughs> if there are butts in seats, and that's gonna tell you exactly how you know, much value the artist has and you know that he's carrying his own weight. So hang, you know, stand, watch the watch the seats when the door's open. Right. Well, so that was that sound check. You know, we typically get paid a sound check, right? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> so money didn't show up. Day goes on. Everybody's getting ready to band, you know, everybody's, you know, waiting to go on stage, waiting for the show to start. The promoter comes in to the production office, and I was sitting down, and the promoter uh, walked up in front of me, and I was asking about the money and began to, you know, question the fee and try to suggest that they would pay us less than what we had agreed to. We had a contract. Janky promoters. (sighs) (laughs) And the promoter unbuckled his belt, unbuttoned his pants, reached his hand down in his pants, and began to jostle things Mm. around. Mm. So what do you do? You know, this is one of those situations that's
0: like... (laughs) Tell me what was going on in your head and then talk
1: about what you're doing. Like, well, what is your reaction while you're watching this? I'm thinking to myself, you know, literally, I, I honestly, I was thinking, I can't let this go by. Like, I can't just accept this because it'll set the tone for, you know, who I am as a professional. This is a man trying to challenge me as a woman, you know, and it was interesting too because. People would always ask, you know, what kind of challenges do you come up against as a woman in the music business? And I never really had like the kind of challenges people were looking for me to say, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the stuff that you read about and hear about, I, I hadn't come up against any of that. And uh, so this was unique. And so I had to my Dexter Avenue <laughs> uh, Toya had to come out a little bit, you know, and I'll say I've learned from a lot of women in the business also. You know, somebody I think about right now is like um, Shahida Mausi at Shane Park or the Aretha. She always carries herself in a in a way that mm-hmm. is so confident and, and together. And I, I've always admired that. Yeah. But listen, I know she got a 22 in her girdle. Just okay. <laughs> you know ready, to do something wrong, okay? So, <laughs> had to. Um, you know, so in that moment, like I, I had to, to, I stood up and I walked closer to him. My nose was nearly touching his. Hmm. The loudest roar I could muster, I told him, don't ever disrespect me like that again and get my money. You know? <laughs> or we're not performing. And I walked out the door. When I stood up, Will came and walked next to me like, you know, again, my team member had my back. But, you know, but allowed me to hold my position in that moment, you know, respected that I needed to handle that. Um, And so I walked out, slammed the door and all the band members stuck their heads out the the door because they could hear everything that was going on. And they were like, so what are we doing? I was like, we're holding. (laughs) And sure enough, they came back about, you know, we had our money in about 25 minutes and we took the stage.
0: And what what was that all about? Talk about like why you think he positioned himself to do that.
1: You know what? I I think that he was a rookie. You know, he wasn't uh, a seasoned promoter. And I really felt I think that he thought that he could, you know, intimidate me Mm -hmm. into agreeing to lower the fee. And um, that wasn't acceptable. I mean, I have people that I have to answer to. You know, there are bills that have to be paid. And, you know, hey. And, and that wasn't the first time that happened. I mean, it, that's happened a few times. I could think I of a few. And, you know, you just have to do what you have to do. You have to, to, have to hold down the fort. You got to be responsible. You take on this responsibility. Yeah. You got to be willing to step in it, you know. People didn't ever see, really see that side. So much ever, you know, I, I like to have a good time. Like, let's have, let's have a ball. I love everybody. Right. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, I,
0: I, I do remember a little bit about that story. And I, you know, even when we worked together, there were a couple incidents that I had with promoters as well. Right. Not, mm-hmm. not that, but definitely propositioning. And, you know, you have to make a decision that, you know, Let's go. Is this what we're doing? Are oh, you telling me how we're going to re- have to interact? Let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. And so like I either had to do that or I might have to like, you know, uh, code switch is what they call it. Whatever needed to be done to get the artists on stage on that's time right. and get our money. That's what we were going to have to do and it took a lot like i had to figure out what who what kind of person i'm dealing with if i'm dealing with someone that's a different race who thinks that i shouldn't be in charge or anything like that i had to deal mm-hmm. with that all union guys with the gray hair muffling around <laughs> and dealing was- with that thing constantly in these different cities and theaters and um mm-hmm. you have to make a decision to stand up for yourself and i think you know that also pushes your confidence when you make that decision to stand in that spot at that time to do what's right for that you know is right man it does something for your for your confidence cuz you knew you knew you had to do it yeah where does where does that come from
1: like how do you know to do that um i think it's instinctive to a, you know to an extent you know again when when we take on this responsibility it's like you know it's like with your children or your family you know what i mean it's like you're not going to let anything compromise your your child or your family. And yeah. when we're on the road, you know, you have to take it seriously like that. Like this is your family that you're protecting and that, um, you know, I think those, you know, those, you know, even though I'm not a mom, you know, those kind of instincts sort of kick in, I think, you know, it's like, you just, you're, you've got people you you're have to answer to and that you're taken care of. So um, you have to, you just, it just kicks in, I believe. It's one of those things, you know, you you hear about you hear about those um you hear about those moms that you know push a refrigerator out the way, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, I think I think it comes from that same kind of space of um, you know, it just it just kicks in. You know, yeah. what's needed kicks in at that at the time.
0: I wonder though, at that, at that moment, was
1: there a, a hint of
0: doubt or r- running or feeling small or you know what i mean like those feelings that, that you go through at, at, at given points at given times where you did you experience
1: those types of feelings i think it usually like cuz this wasn't the only time this happened you yeah. know like it, it's happened a few times so i think it that thing kicks in after the fact and it's mm. like did i handle that the right way you know <laughs> you know should yeah. i have something different. How could I have avoided that? You know, was my response accurate? You know, did I assess that the right way? Yeah. So, um, evaluating after the fact, I think is healthy. And, um, but I I think that's when, you know, if there's any doubt, you know, that's when it comes in, but I, you know, I don't have any regrets about any, any of that. You know, I think that you earn, you have to earn some, you earn your respect, um, and, you know, I was only challenged like that a few times out of 20, however many years, you right. know what I mean? So, right. but I, th- I think too, word gets around. So,
0: you know, one promoter talks to another promoter that talks to another promoter and they know not to mess with you. like, you know, that's mm-hmm. not, you know, better have her money when she, <laughs> get that money, she'll pull the show, you know, or whatever the reputation is, it's respect, you know, because you didn't back down
1: yeah and you know you never want the artist to feel uh stressed at all before going on stage so evaluating that situation i think that that probably would have was my my greatest regret that everyone heard it Mm. and um you know but i think given what was happening that it was also necessary yes you know i agree and sometimes they all need to hear it
0: you know, yeah. because I think you know, as professional as you are, you know, a situation sometimes the, the the band and the team and everybody need to see you do that thing. I think it just kind of reminds all of us, you know, what you putting up with for us, mm-hmm. for the artists, for the team. You know what I mean? I think you know. I think it's okay. You know, I, I think I do. I try to protect my team a lot, mm-hmm. and so this year. Um, and Deja producer, can probably attest, um, I have been more transparent, right? And letting people kind of see how I get to an end result or how, you know, I have to like, oh, money's not good money. Nope, we're not taking that gig and here's why. And, you know, kind of just being more transparent. It's difficult for me because I'm not generally, uh, I'm transparent about a lot of things, but like my business and how I do it has just been Mm -hmm. something I've done on my own for so long that I have never opened up. And so it's been difficult, but it's been great. And I think people, I think the team appreciates just the transparency of it, you know, and kind of showing, showing what's going on. Okay. So let's, let's switch subjects. Um, Let's get into some events because that's what we're doing. Talk about business, talk about events. Um, Let's talk about your favorite event that you've done and produced um, and then some difficulties in things that happen behind the scenes that people may not have know about. Do you have a favorite event that you've produced? Favorite. Hmm. Favorite could be, favorite is is an interesting term, right? It could be the most interesting, most memorable, maybe not favorite, but just something that sticks
1: out. I would say um, coordinating the African World Festival (laughs) was one of the most fulfilling things, fulfilling events that I've coordinated. And why do you say that? Um, Well, you know What? (laughs) Uh, yes, it definitely. What do you mean by fulfilling? Top top three, for sure. Top three? For sure. Hand okay. down. Why? Hand down. Because of the cultural aspect of it, you know, meeting so many people and learning so much about, you know, the history, life and culture of, um, you know, Africa and the diaspora and, and, and the entertainment and the people and all that. I love that. Okay. I loved booking that show. Loved it. I loved working with the vendors because they came from all walks of life. Also, Mm -hmm. you know, 250 vendors from all over the world selling all kinds of goods and um, and then honoring them in a way to um, make sure that their goods were showcased and that we didn't have a bunch of knockoffs. And, you know, so taking that stuff seriously because they're entrepreneurs and making sure that, you know, we are pouring into their business because they helped increase the value of what it was that we were doing. So just honoring that, you know, um, working with so many volunteers to accomplish a goal, Mm. you know, that just to me, things like that is just so satisfying. And um, and then being able to know how that I slept under my desk most nights leading up to that. (laughs) And, And it was like, you know, We, You know, I've had short hair then, too, and I was pulling it out back then. But then for it to come to life and you see a million people hit that plaza through the weekend and, you know, people are partying, having a good time. All walks of life, all races and, you know, different cultures come together um, all in the name of, uh, you know, something from the African diaspora. Mm. That's fulfilling for me. Well, Absolutely. I know that
0: um, I've attended the African World Festival <laughs> many years, and so uh, what an amazing event! It still is an amazing yeah. event. So, yeah. so what are some things or challenges other than sleeping under your desk
1: um, every night before the event? Because yeah. those, how long is it a weekend? Right, it's a weekend, but but I mean, it's definitely a a twelve month planning thing that you plan. And, um, you know, and the last three months going into it just zooms by three or four months, just crazy, you know, in the blink of an eye. So, um, you know, lots of challenges, you know, <laughs> with, with nonprofits, you got to raise the money. You have to, yeah. you know, um, we, you're, especially when you are, unfortunately, historically, at least when I was doing it. Um, you know, the African American nonprofits didn't get the same money that some of the other nonprofits got. So yeah. we were always challenged to make the dollar stretch. Um, so I think that probably was it. If we had the money that we really needed to do that thing, it'd be a, a whole different, a whole different tempo, I think. Yeah. I think, you know, the stress would be very different. It wouldn't be in the it wouldn't be the same kind of stress. Hmm. Um, so I say that, but I also have to say, that I had that complete pleasure and, and I'm so grateful that I had a dream come true and being able to um, work in the operations center and, and really kind of serve as one of the quarterbacks quote unquote um, for Super bowl 40 when they came to Detroit. So again, that was another, you know, situation that, I mean, like I said, dream come true. I, definitely at the very top of the list. But then also there's, <laughs> you know, the Mac and third event that we, that we would do in the park that was free for the public, you know, to give people a reprieve from the stressors of the day. I, I love that. Remember that first year we did that. Do I think, I. Yeah. I think we, we planned, it was 75 days. I'll never forget. We walked out of the um, homeless shelter from doing an interview and um I turned to Kim and said you know we should we should do a free concert for the public because this is when the economy was tanking and people were literally jumping off their balconies and it yeah. was like let's do something to help this community and 75 days later I think we all were sleeping underneath the tables and the baby Lear. yeah that 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 was tough Yeah. 75 days later, we were hosting 26, 27,000 people in a park. Yeah.
0: We had no idea what the turnout was going to be. Right. We knew that people would show up. Right. But we had no idea that we were going to pack out and, you know, thousands and thousands of people in this park. Like it was right. just, and I remember walking up to you once everything was up and running and I put my arm right around you and we were like, we did this. <laughs> we did it, we right. Did it. And it was, it's an emotional
1: mm-hmm. moment
0: because of all of the work that yeah. it takes in order for these people to enjoy this experience, right? Yeah. It was just like one of those like releasing, it wasn't over, it, but we were just, I had a moment where you can be like, you know what? Yeah we did this, this is this is phenomenal. And, and I
1: remember a point after after it was all over and with me you and Will were in the park and um, a gentleman from the homeless community walked up to us and said, oh, that was, I've never had such a great time. Thank you so much. You remember that? I do, I do. And he walked away, like he was so just elated. Right. You know, that we did this for them. Yeah. Yeah. And um he walked away and it was silence. Like, we all just stood there for a moment. We had to take yeah. a moment. In the dark.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, No, no, this was the next day when we were cleaning up. Oh,
0: clean yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but we, we stood there for a minute and just, like, took it in. And it was like, it was all worth it. Just from that comment, this was all worth it. And I
0: think that's what people... Like the work that it takes that I keep talking about that, I'm you know, I'm stressing, you know, in these interviews, but the reward yeah. is, is unparalleled. Like you can't, you can't match it. Like it, it's, it, it's all worth it. All the sleepless nights, all the headaches, the stress, the arguing with the, all of the things to come to this moment where you have this experience that you, you, you can't have any other kind of way. That's right. You can't have it in any other kind of way. And yeah. so I think that's why we do what we do.
1: That's it's the right. project
0: manager, and you, right? Take a clean slate, build something yeah. amazing and creative, and you look at it and you say, yeah.
1: Yes. That's it. that's it for me. That's it. You know? That's, that's happiness right there for me. I mean, it is. I get a little goosebumps just thinking about it. Look. Just like the because I
0: know that feeling of it being mm-hmm. complete, or when you see it and you see somebody mm-hmm. experiencing it something that you had a chance to to make or do or create. It is an amazing feeling.
1: One time we were, the very first time we went to South Africa, um, I was standing inside the gate, like there was a barrier between the people and the stage. I'm standing inside the gate videotaping. And we're way on the other side of the world and hearing everyone sing all the words. Yeah, You know, like, and even uh, doing the riffs, you know, the Mm -hmm. musical riffs and uh, and all of that. Right, and they didn't speak English. (laughs) It it just brought me, I I literally like got choked up in that moment to think first of all, it was we had, you know, we were challenged with so, so challenges. We were challenged. I've been challenged every single time I've been to (laughs) South (laughs) Africa. Every single time. I love it there. I will go to the Joburg, you know, any day. But well, we yeah. have been challenged <laughs> in South Africa. We have been
0: challenged, but beauty on the other side of that, right? One yeah, of the things I remember about South Africa is film, um, we had several comments about the confidence, like walking with your head held high, things that we, we take advantage of because this is what we do. But being a Black American in that land, like you just don't, you know, you guys are so proud. It was kind of a thing where they were commenting and complimenting on this black team coming, putting up all this this event and being able to be proud about what we were doing, without um, feeling less than the promoter or whoever else brought us in that wasn't the same color as us. Like it was a whole like really really cool connection, and I just I hated the fact that in some cases, they didn't feel as confident, right? They didn't feel like they could walk around or do the things that they saw us doing. And so in some, you know, indirect way that we had an impression on them just from a business perspective, from just running the venue like we did mm-hmm. and the team of us working together, that, that was impressive to some of the folks based on the comments, that was huge for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, hands down. I mean, when we synced in, it was, I'm sorry. I don't know that there's there's an team out there. Beyonce, out of them. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't have it like that. Nah, nah, nah. No. So when we clicked in, like we worked hard, we played hard. You know, we you know we did good work. We did, we did. We, did, we did, we did. We
0: did. Yeah. Um, okay. So what what um, I guess one of the questions I want to ask about your legacy. So at the end of the day, when it's mm-hmm. all said and done. What do you want people to
1: say about Toya Hankins? Hmm. I don't think that was, a, was that on the, I don't think that was one of the you sent me. It was not a free question. It's, a, it's an organic moment. Um, I want people to say that Toya Hankins is a good person, mm. that she's a good human, and um, that she really cares about other humans. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, and and that's it, really. Like if I can make it out of here and you know maintain maintain that, you know, people you know find that you know they can see kindness and in, in 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 me and in what i what it is that I bring to the table, I'm happy. That's it.
0: Yeah, but I didn't preface you with that question. But that was a really great answer. You must know yourself. Know that stuff <laughs> is one of
1: those things.
0: Do you have any favorite quotes or books that you can share that you might be inspired by?
1: Oh my goodness! Oh my uh, I mean, so so many. I'm I like, I love books. I read all the time, and, um, and in fact, I had I was in a bad car accident. Do you remember I was in the car I accident? Did. Yeah. And after the car accident, I I really started read my reading like kicked up so much. But I would say, you know what? I don't know. I have to send send back a list. Okay, don't worry. Anything- but, but anything that you know will I mean there are people. I'm just trying to think of something I can grab really easily. Um, you know Wayne Dwight, Wayne Dyer. I love his work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know he 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 gives life. A, you know a real good, gives you a real good perspective on life. I really appreciate his work. Um, You know, but then there are people like um, how to win friends and influence people, uh, think and grow rich. Um, um, There's so many, you know, that are mostly centered in self-development because at the end of the day, it's like, um, I feel like if you do you really well, then it'll, it'll spill over into everything else that you, that you do. So, okay. and then everyone else that you're around. And, you know, so my, my hope and goal and desire is that, you know, people can feel love when when, when I walk in the room and that they, that I get it back from them that we do this exchange. So, um, and I think that that definitely is um, found a found core foundational piece to success, no matter, no matter what you're doing. Agreed. Best version of yourself. What about mm-hmm. next generation
0: artist managers and mm-hmm. event folks? Any advice
1: for them? Yep. Um, never burn a bridge. Mm. Say okay. that again for the people never, in the back. Never burn a bridge, people. <laughs> <laughs> you never That's know good. when you might have to come back across that bridge. Never that burn happens. A bridge. Yeah, never you burn a bridge. You know that again. That's good. You know, that Being organized, key teamwork, key, 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 you know, being able to delegate and being able to be a team member and not just, you know, leadership starts at, you know, on the being a part of the team. Yeah. So that's super important and never feel like you know everything. You got to be willing to learn um, continuously and grow. Look at where we are now. I mean, it's a whole new world now. The world is completely different you know what if we were rigid you got to be <laughs> flexible and be be willing to learn um and then my mom would always say um you know be like a willow tree mm. you're rooting to the earth and a willow tree can take the biggest storms and mm. you know bend and all that but it always snaps back so mm. you gotta be flexible got to be flexible let me give you some snaps for that one That's my mom <laughs> I was mom. Fantastic. Yeah. She's great. Sweet baby too. You know, she's 103. Sweet baby.
0: 103 years love. Wow. Yeah. Please give her a hug from the Colemans. Yeah, That's we'll 103. do. That is
1: awesome. She and I just does. cannot believe the grown woman that, that um is working with you these days. That was just a little itty bitty. She's actually listening right now. She's uh, Alex. Slow down.
0: Production
1: assistant.
0: And she, she, um, yeah, man, she is. It's awesome to work with family and yeah. And
1: David. See. Yeah, we're all. We're all home family, family, y'all. Y'all are doing the thing. I love it. Oh yeah, doing it. David. <laughs> love you,
0: brother. You're probably texting me right now. Tell T. Tell said, huh? So where can people find you? Social media, website. If they wanted to contact Toy Hankins, how do they do so? Toya Hankins at gmail.com. I'm okay. here for you. So She, she, gonna, she gave y'all her email address now. You know, yeah. that, that don't mean blow her up on some stupid stuff. Yeah, don't blow me up on. Yeah. Just if you but have I'm questions. here for you. I'm here for you. Here. <laughs> oh, and we didn't talk about, real quick before we go, your healing. So take a little bit about what you're doing in the spiritual space.
1: Uh, so I, you know, it's always been a thing for me. I've always had a passion for health and wellness and and well-being. And after my car accident, well, first of all, you know, my mom had a brain aneurysm rupture about uh, 25 years ago. So that kind of kicked my interest up a little bit more. Um, And I was always pushing the natural stuff on you all. Uh, (laughs) But then after my car accident, it kicked up a whole lot of levels because I needed to, I needed it to help myself. And so I went and got certified in a number of um, healing modalities. And I take clients and stuff like that now, Nina.
0: <laughs> and um, what am I coming to you for?
1: Like, um, You know, I do reflexology and um, I do, I really am focused on mind-body uh, balance because a lot of illness starts with, you know, our emotions basically mm-hmm. um and so i do that work i had i do this this i have the system called voice harmonic um balancing so dig this you'll appreciate this every organ has a note mm. every system every one of your meridians in your body has a corresponding frequency and sound note mm-hmm. so when you talk it will tell if anything is out of balance. So I have a system that I use that you talk into, and it'll let me know which ones of your meridians are off balance. It'll give you back the notes you need, and it allows me to zero in on the on the work that's needed to be done um, to help balance things out. And the same thing is true for um, face diagnostic reading, which I do where I'm able to kind of look at your face and tell you oh, what's happening You did your-
0: get me a face reading.
1: Yes, I have to give you a face reading. <laughs> and um so yeah, it's stuff like that. I do meditation, I do a lot of meditation I do meditation training and um but That's really awesome.
0: It's no surprise to me though, because we always called her Dr. Toya anyway. And she always said something for all of our ailments, (laughs) whatever. And so it is no surprise that you've made this transition into this space that you're in. And so if people wanted to contact you about that, are they emailing you as well?
1: Yeah, why not?
0: (laughs) Keep it easy. Keep it easy. (laughs) All right. I know, I know, Dejane. So we have to go, but thank you so much for. And to take some time out on your vacation. I see you are in Florida. I'm in Florida. Vegas. Yes, bi coastal, whatever you call it, and do different parts of the world talking on virtual. This is this is the technology that makes life best. Yes, it's awesome. But well, thank
1: you. I'm so proud of you and what you're doing with this with this show. I think it's going to be hugely successful. I can't wait to see who else is going to be on. I'll be tuned in, I'll spread the word, you know. I appreciate that, man. Just trying to grow and be the best version of
0: myself, right? Like you talked about that. I have notes on, so that's what we're doing.
1: All right. Well,
0: thanks again. Appreciate you. Enjoy the rest of your vacay. Thank you. All right. Thank you again for joining us for another episode of All Things Behind the Scenes podcast, where we discuss all things events and entrepreneurship. If you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget to follow, subscribe, and hit the notification bell to be notified of each new episode. You can also follow us on All Things BTS podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We welcome all comments and suggestions. So let us know what you think. We love hearing from you. So until next time, remember that the only thing that you can guarantee about an event and life is that it will change. Be blessed.